Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go, Hour 2. Great to have you in. Live in Los Angeles, it's The Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. So, um, J-Mac is joining us. So, Aaron Rodgers, we don't know yet. Mark Schlereth in a few minutes. We'll we'll ask him some questions. He had a good connection to Aaron Rodgers last year. Uh, We'll figure it out. If the Jets don't get Aaron Rodgers, I don't know what they're doing. They're not going to redraft a quarterback because they only have the 13th pick and six picks. So, they're kind of trapped, and it's not a great quarterback class. That's what I'm hearing from people I trust. Uh, so they need Aaron Rodgers. They flew everybody to Malibu last night. Probably packed a lunch, brought him uh, you know, a nice tuna fish sandwich, and pushed hard to sign him on a big deal in Malibu. We'll see how it works out. Daniel Jones got a contract befitting of a much better player. And Lamar Jackson, who played under a guaranteed fifth-year option last year, has been, option, uh, been offered another guaranteed franchise tag year by the Ravens. He wants it all guaranteed. And they said, go to the market and test the water. So that's kind of where we stand today. So you got 39-year-old Aaron Rodgers, a bit of a malcontent, uh, hmm. doesn't want to work out in the offseason. Uh-huh. And you've got 26-year-old Lamar Jackson. This is an easy choice for the Jets. You would I take Lamar. Lamar. Of course. Okay. All right. All right. 26 years old, you get a franchise quarterback for at least five, six, seven years yeah. versus how many years is Aaron staying in New York, Colin? One, two? Uh, no, that's a good, it's a good point. It's a good point. Um, I, I, I want to talk about this. <clears throat> so Golden State's a really good team. They are historically awful on the road this year. They lost last night to Oklahoma City on the road. Uh, they should not be this awful. In fact, the three teams who have the worst road record in the NBA, worse than theirs, are all tanking. The Rockets, Spurs, and Pistons, who are actively trying to lose – are the only teams in the NBA with a worse road record than the Warriors. It makes absolutely no sense. No sense at all. But here's my takeaway. When you go on the road with your family, you'll see if you really truly get along because you can't hide the fissures. You know what? At home, if you get into an argument, everybody goes their separate ways. On the road, y'all get on the team bus. Y'all go to the team hotel. And there's been speculation 
that the Draymond Green Jordan Poole dust up, the big punch before the season, may have created a fissure on the team. This was always, as we've say, stated many times, this was always going to be a difficult team to bridge the gap between these old rich dudes with the rings, Draymond and Steph and Clay, and the young guys who are ascending, hungry, but they haven't done anything. So that was always going to be a real challenge for Steve Kerr. The young guys want to play and get theirs. The old guys don't necessarily think they're capable of getting theirs. You saw last year Jordan Poole, an emerging star. He didn't get nearly the minutes when you go into the finals. He's not there yet. Now, I think he's there now. It took another year. So this was always going to be difficult. But when you go on the road and the Warriors go on the road, does this team get very clicky? Where the young guys hang out with Jordan Poole, the older guys hang out with the Draymond Green. I don't have the answer to that. But what I do know, this road record makes absolutely no sense at all. You don't have to be great on the road. You got to be competent. I mean, literally the five worst road records are the Rockets, Spurs, Pistons, Hornets, Warriors. <laughs> what? Even teams we don't think are tight are, and we don't think are good are better than that. So Steve Kerr talked about it last night. I felt we were, we were a little disconnected in the first half um, several times. And uh, so we, uh, we talked about that at halftime, um, tried to you know, get back out there and compete um, you know, the, the second half. But um, there, was, uh, there was definitely a disconnect in the first half, and that, that cost us. Listen, it, it's, I don't have – I have pretty good sources inside the Warriors and around the Warriors. I know a lot of people that cover them. There's something going on. And my guess would be this was always going to be a difficult move. And by the way, then the Warriors bring in, uh, you know, Dante DiVincenzo. Here's another guy getting minutes. You know, are the young guys like Moses Moody thinking, what about me? I thought I was in the plans. Then they bring back Gary Payton. Um, you know, Kuminga's playing, but not as much. They've already moved off James Wiseman. So are the young guys and the old guys, when they go on the road, they're not a tight team. Now, they can get away with it at home. Uh, this team is so – it's best NBA home team. Uh, you know, the other thing to think about, veteran teams, it is very easy when you're a championship-level team. And they really, last year, didn't they surprise all of us by winning? I mean, it's kind of a surprise. We didn't know if Andrew Wiggins would be big in a big spot and Clay Thompson was coming off an injury and they won it. As I thought Boston, we thought, we thought Milwaukee, we thought, and they won it. And, you know, there's an argument that they peaked. That was it. That was, and they exhausted all their ammo there. They're still good at home as this old, tired team gets infused with energy in front of the home crowd, the loudest arena in the NBA. So they're fine at home. But to get them on the road, their age, their energy, they peaked at the end of last year. It's a little clicky. It's got to be something. A team this talented, a coach this great, a front office this smart, they can't be this bad on the road. It can't be. All right, Mark Schlereth, three Super Bowl rings, multiple-time Pro Bowler, Fox Sports NFL analyst. All right, the merry-go-round. So you you do NFC games. You did a lot of Daniel Jones. And, you know, I go. Sure. I went back yesterday when he signed the deal. I went to his college career, and I looked at his touchdowns and his turnovers at Duke. And I went to his NFL career. This is all fumbles, too. Touchdowns and interceptions uh, and fumbles in the NFL. He's about a one-and-a-half-to-one guy. That's just his college and pro career. So I think 
Brian Dable squeezed about as much juice as you could out of Daniel Jones. That's my takeaway. And that, you know, maybe he's better with a little better protection and a, and a number one. I, I'm not saying he can't go to 18 touchdowns or 20. But, Mark, I've seen a lot of him in college in the pros. I don't see the next level. Do you? You did their games. You were in the booth. You saw the entire field. Yeah, I, I think there's a couple of things. One, Colin, you look at the overall talent of the New York Giants, and that was an unbelievable job of coaching by Brian Dable because when you look at them talent for talent, they were the least talented team that made a playoff run. Sure. You look at their wide receiving core. Like, there was a lack of pure talent there. And so you've got to give some credit to the coaching staff. You also have to give credit to Daniel Jones. I understand only five interceptions, only 15 TDs, but he had seven rushing TDs. And this was a quarterback that really became more of a running threat than he was a pure throwing threat. Now, I think the issue that you get into, Colin, is that a sustainable form of offense in the National Football League? Obviously, it's been something that has been a transition, if you will, throughout the course of the league and the way young guys are coming into the league right now. But is that the guy you want to spend $40 million a year on? Is it sustainable? I think it's the same question that they have in Baltimore right now. Is that style of offense conducive to winning championships and keeping a quarterback healthy long time? And my answer to this point is no. What's the old saying in the National Football League? I've I've seen a lot of good young running quarterbacks. I've never seen a good old running quarterback. <laughs> they just take too much of a beating. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a bit of a risky move. Yeah, and the other thing is that they are bereft of talent on offense, and because he gets this contract, which is really front-loaded, they're going to have to make do with some of what they have because there are going to be limitations. So we're in Baltimore. If you sign Lamar, uh, you may not be able to go get any other free agents, but I still like their personnel by and large. New York's got to rebuild this offense, and now there'll be limitations. So let me ask you about Aaron. You, you've texted before and talked to Aaron before. You, you, you know this mm-hmm. whole situation. Um, a lot of stuff is coming out that Green Bay is done with him. My guess is that's not coming from Aaron. That's coming from multiple respected reporters. That That's Green Bay stuff. They want that out to the market. They're getting used. They're over it. Um, this morning, if you're Green Bay, you've seen a little Jordan Love. Are you comfortable moving away from an aging but still talented Aaron Rodgers? Would you be comfortable? Yeah, I think the parallels are so similar, Colin in what happened with Brett Favre toward the end of his career where he didn't show up to OTAs, he didn't show up to the offseason, he didn't show up to any any of that stuff. So Aaron Rodgers was the guy that was getting all the repetitions. And now it's the same with Aaron Rodgers, right? He wants to be in Malibu. He wants to go on these retreats. He wants to do different things. You know, more power to him. The guy has been one of the best quarterbacks we have ever witnessed. Well, during that time where he's not available for some of those things, Jordan Love is the guy taking over. And I had a conversation with Aaron Rodgers about uh, five weeks before the end of the season as they were playing the Chicago Bears and just talked glowingly about the improvement that Jordan Love had made and the fact that the Green Bay Packers went back and got his first quarterback coach, Tom Clements, when he came to Green Bay, who really taught him the game of football and really taught him how the defensive front and the front seven really dictate what the back end coverage is and how he had a, a, a deeper concept or a deeper grasp of, of defensive concepts. And this Tom Clemens is the guy that really 
um, helped him become the quarterback that he is. And they brought him back, and he's been working exclusively with Jordan Love. And, and Aaron told me flat out that Jordan Love's improvement year over year from the year before through to, to what he did last year was night and day how he was dominating the scout team and how he was owning the scout team. And, and those are the things that you know give you a glimpse into what a guy might be able to be. And, and so I think Green Bay has seen enough of Jordan Love where a couple of years ago they said, we've seen enough of Jordan Love. We can't move off of Rodgers to now they see the maturity and saying, hey, man, we see enough of Jordan Love and maybe now's the time. Just like at one point over the course of their careers and over the course of the Green Bay, the history of the Green Bay Packers, they said the same thing about Aaron Rodgers in regards to moving on from Brett Favre. Yeah, you know, it, it, it it's it's interesting. The Lamar Jackson situation is interesting. So I thought a mistake he made early was having his mother be his agent because my argument is, Mark, when you have an agent, he has a collection of very good players. You've had agents. I've got agents. You and I have to, so we don't have to negotiate with our superiors or bosses. When you have an agent, it protects you because agents have a lot of players, so you're not going to get called out by owners and GMs because they may want some of that agent's players. When your mom's your agent, Lamar gets that contract yesterday, and immediately other GMs are like, not interested in Lamar. Well, they can say that because he doesn't have an agent. They don't care if they offend, you know, his mom. Now, some people mm-hmm. are like, it's collusion. I think my takeaway is the Cleveland Browns signed a contract with Deshaun that was a bad contract. And the Ravens and the rest of the league are saying, this isn't collusion. It's a conclusion. We're not guaranteed. This is, we're not doing this. We're not letting the Browns dictate the market. And you know, a lot of people are pushing back is why is everybody banging on Lamar? He's going to get money from somebody. We all know that. But what did you make of the other teams? Like Miami, Atlanta came out immediately. Not interested. That Some people yeah. didn't like that. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I understand that people don't like it. Um, the reality of the situation is, like, there is a chasm of $100 million between what Baltimore is offering in guarantees and what Lamar wants in guarantees. Now, I don't care who your agent is. They're not going to jump over a $100 million chasm, right? That's like, that's <laughs> too much money. Right. It's like, okay, now you've hired an agent. Here's your extra $100 million. That ain't happening. So that part is faulty. But I think there's a couple things that go into this. I think there's enough questions about Lamar's system of offense that they run. Remember, when they left from Joe Flacco, and when Joe Flacco got injured and Lamar took over, they completely changed that offense. And I remember talking to Joe Flacco about this going, well, you know, people have criticized you for not really mentoring Lamar Jackson. He goes, this is an offense I don't even know. He's like, what am I going to tell? He goes, what am I going to tell Lamar Jackson? Yeah, what I would do on this when you're running quarterback counter. Like, what have I ever run a quarterback counter? Like, it doesn't work. So I don't know anything about this offense. Remember, that was Marty Morningwig. And then they morphed in. They changed their offensive coordinator from Marty to to Greg Roman. Yeah. And they created this collegiate run first, quarterback run, play action off of that offense where there are so many easy one-on-one throws. One thing you have to remember is when you're running that style of offense, what do defenses do? They play a post-safety, meaning a safety in the middle of the football field, right? They bring an extra safety down, make an eight-man box. What that tells you is you're getting either cover one or cover three, meaning the outside access against the cornerback is wide open. 
it's, it becomes any vertical route becomes man. So you're always getting a similar or, or the same defensive style on the outside. So it creates some easy throws for your quarterback. Um, if you can run it like that, but how long is that sustainable? How yeah. long can you do that as an offense? I think the other teams are looking at this going, Hey, if we get Lamar, what are the odds that he morphs into a traditional style throwing quarterback? Or what do we, do we have to change our incomplete style? Yeah. We don't have the personnel to yeah. change that. Like there are a lot of questions yes. that you would have to ask yourself. Yeah. If you're a, a, G, a, a GM or if you're a head coach. No, I think, I think Mark, that's really interesting is that the downside to being unique and Lamar is unique. You just don't fit mm-hmm. many places. Right, it's it's Lamar. You sure. have you have to go all in on this style of offense, and I I, I think it's you know the other thing that um, and and again I would struggle moving off Lamar Jackson. He wins seventy five percent of his games. The division now has Deshaun, Kenny Pickett won seven of last nine starts. Joe Burrow's amazing. This is not a division you want to be using backups, right? Um, but the other thing with Lamar is, um, when you don't have an agent, you get emotional, right? Because you're, somebody is telling you directly, I'm not going to pay you. I don't want to negotiate with my boss. I'd rather him tell my agent Collins out of his mind. That's too much money. I wonder if that's part of it, but Lamar now is taking this stuff personally because he Mm -hmm. doesn't have an agent to deflect all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, w- I would imagine also, Colin, that Lamar is going to go out there and feel what that market feels like. And this is Baltimore's way of saying, hey, listen, like we'll match a legitimate offer, right? But we're not going to give you the Deshaun Watson. Nobody has given, since Deshaun Watson got that fully guaranteed $230 million contract, there's not one other quarterback, including, right. you know, Josh Allen, Russell Wilson, uh, Kyler Murray. Now, Daniel Jones, there's not one other quarterback, Derek Carr, that has gotten that type of contract. So right. they're just not going to give it out anymore. That's like until Jimmy Haslam changes his name to James and acts like a grown-up, you know, you, you can't be Jimmy. Like you, <laughs> Jimmy, you know, like, quit being Jimmy. Like that, that, that contract was a childlike contract that you gave out. Change your name to James and start doing business the right way. That's what the other owners are telling Jimmy Haslam in, in Cleveland right now. But the bottom line is the league is telling you we're not doing that. We're right. not, and we're especially not going to do that for a guy that makes his living, you know, running quarterback counter. Like what? And I'm telling you, he is. You're 100 percent right. He's one of the most unique talents you'll ever watch, and he's an incredible talent. Um, but again. Is that a sustainable form of offense? He's already missed uh, parts of the last two seasons because of that style of offense. Good stuff, Mark Slareth. Good seeing you, buddy. You do too, buddy. Yeah. Be good. We we talked about this with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant fits on any basketball team. He doesn't need the ball in his hands. Right? Westbrook is a completely unique, like, hyper-athletic guard that can't shoot. He's a Hall of Famer. But he's a unique player. He doesn't fit. You can't play Westbrook off ball, right? Whereas Durant fits everywhere. Not all, not all great players fit everywhere. Like Luka's a great player. But if you have Luka, Jalen Brunson's like, I want the ball. I'm going to go to New York and star. You can say what you want. But fans tend to just fall for talent. Fit matters. That's why like Aaron Rodgers is, I want Randall Cobb on this team. Say what you want. 
we've seen this before. I'm comfortable with this. I'm comfortable with that. If you look at San Francisco's offense, they use a fullback, that kid they got out of Harvard. Uh, do they get him in the draft or get him from somebody else? Uh, Kyle Juszczyk. You know, tight end, fullback. Like They use that position. He is so valuable on just that team. He wouldn't be as valuable with the Kansas City Chiefs. But with Kyle's offense, that fit in that player is hyper-valuable. And so there are very few guys that just you can just throw into anything. I've said this about San Francisco's offense before. It's Miami's offense. There's a reason Tua and Brock Purdy, undersized, not huge arms, work in that offense. That offense doesn't need Steph Curry. It needs Chris Paul. But what fans tend to think, like, most talent wins. The Patriots never had the most talent. Ever. They basically found players that played within their system. Kyle Shanahan's got Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel to the Niners is unbelievably valuable. He wouldn't be a number one receiver on a lot can on most teams. He'd be, but in that system, total game changer for the Niners. When he lines up in the backfield at 250. And then they got use check. It's like, okay, this is a totally different offense. It's funny you talk about fit, Colin. Last year, Aaron Rodgers was trying to fit with young receivers in Green Bay. How'd that work out? Not great. Okay. Have you looked at the Jets' skill position players? Because they're all young. So is Aaron Rodgers going to fit in New York with a very young team? He just said himself, they're young guys. I don't have a lot in common with them in Green Bay. How's that going to... Yeah. Fit in New York. But think about fit. Kyle Juszczyk. So he came from Baltimore, arguably the most physical team in the AFC every year, and goes to San Francisco, the most physical team. Okay. Okay. He's not valuable to a lot of teams. Now, I know he's not a great player, but he's a great example. New England did this for 20 years. They had these weird collection of players, and you're like, they wouldn't, teams would let go of players. They would bring them in, and you're like, oh, this guy's really valuable. For the Patriots. So Lamar's style is so wild. Like, I think it would be a blast to watch him in Miami. Tyreek Hill. But Mike McDaniel's system is looking for a distributor of the football. That's why it's it's Kyle Shanahan's system. That's why Purdy works. It's why Tua works in it. It's why they like Mac Jones. It's why they wanted Kirk Cousins. It's why Matt Ryan was a pro bowler. So the idea, like Lamar Jackson in... In Miami, although I would love to watch it, I think it'd be crazy entertaining. Miami came out yesterday and said, we're not interested. And you can say, well, how does he work in that offense? Well, but don't the best coaches tweak their offense to fit their personnel? By the way, Bill Jackson ran the triangle everywhere he went. And he, he got players who could play in the triangle with Tex Winter. He didn't change his offense. Lots of people do. But Kyle Shanahan's offense works. The league can't solve it. They're winning games with a seventh-round quarterback. His offense is very much, I design these brilliant plays, run them. Okay, so uh, Stephen Not- Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, goes to Mike McDaniel. Hey, Mike, <laughs> I talked to Lamar's agent. Okay. I-, I think we could get Lamar Jackson. What do you think? Mike McDaniel going to say, well, he doesn't really fit my offense. Two is a better fit. Do you think that's a real conversation? Well, first of all, happen? when he says, well, who do I have to get rid of? Because uh, I see his contract. So I have to get rid of Jalen Waddell or Tyreek Hill or my left tackle. Two is a nickel. Two will cost you nothing. Nice. These are these are not easy. To, everybody's just like, that's a good player. He should play there. 
Folks, it's not that simple. Right. That's not the way sports work. So is Aaron Rodgers that simple of a, he's going to go to New York, he's going to fit in Nathaniel Hackett's uh, no. offense? Okay. No, All I right. don't. I said yesterday, I wouldn't pick the Jets to win that division with Aaron. Would you? Well, I, I you would. would. Yeah, I of would. course. Would. Yeah, you got to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Want more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiments and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to catch you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You have a chance to win $5,000 for free every week during the NBA season playing Fox Bet Super 6. Download the Super 6 app on your phone and enter your six game predictions for a chance to win big tonight. You know, the other thing that's interesting about getting paid, and I think a lot of young media confuse this, 
because they have I've, I've gone through 13 contract negotiations. I've gone through I've got my own business. I'm constantly doing contracts. You don't get paid for what you've done. I'm going to pay you for what you are now and what you're going to give me going ahead. He won an MVP. I don't give a rip about Lamar Jackson's MVP. I don't care. We have three full seasons since then. Two injuries at the end of a season. His passer rating has regressed badly. And now he's sending out weird cryptic messages. I don't... This idea that you pay somebody for what they did. I'm going to pay you the big money. What are you now and what are you going to be? Mahomes right now is amazing. And he's got at least six more years of amazing. Whatever he wants. Burrow. Amazing today. Amazing for the next six years. Jalen Hurts. I watched that Super Bowl. Damn. That was amazing. And my guess is. He just keeps getting better every year. So his Jalen Hurts' momentum is like, dude, every time I see him in a big game, he gets better. He was better in the Super Bowl. So Jalen Hurts' momentum is like, good now? I don't see him slowing down. You do not get paid, in, in my opinion. I'm not going to pay somebody a fortune for what you did. That's a bad contract. Well, There's a momentum, a prime example. You take a job as a college football coach. I'll just say you. You take a job with a, a college. You take over uh, Ohio State. And you go 20, what, what do you do? 12 games a year, 13, what's 14 times 4? 22 and 2. Let's just have uh, 22 and 2 and 2 No, no, years. no, that's, okay. Let's say it's like, you know, forever game. 25 and 7. But 7 of the losses are in the last 15 games. So you're trending downwards. I'm like, he lost the locker room. This is Ohio State. You lost the locker room. By the way, Harbaugh took a pay cut. He lost momentum, got it back. Now the NFL's interested. The idea that I'm going to pay you based on what we are three years out of the MVP. You get hurt more. Your your passer ratings regressing. Your best buddy, the receiver, left you. And now it's cryptic stuff. The Ravens are offering him guaranteed money. They're just not offering the whole thing. Russell Wilson didn't get all guaranteed. Kyler Murray didn't. Derek Carr didn't. Daniel Jones. For the record, Kirk Cousins got a guaranteed contract, and everybody thought it was the end of days. You know what happened? Nobody until Deshaun Watson, at quarterback, got one. They, nobody said because Kirk Cousins got one, everybody gets a guaranteed. Well, Lamar also had an MVP, which yes, is three more years. Yeah, How well, did Kirk Cousins get it? Because Minnesota was desperate. Desperate, yeah. Baltimore's never desperate. Cleveland. They'll be desperate if they lose Lamar Jackson. Well, that's, we don't know that. <laughs> yeah. You don't know that. Minnesota was desperate. Cleveland was desperate. Non-desperate teams should never guarantee that a quarterback. I, I, I mean, Mahomes is literally a historic outlier. Well, I would also, if we were in this discussion, I would say, well, you know, you mentioned Jalen Hurts. He, he did blow up. You see they got him, A.J. Brown? That was a pretty nice addition. Top five, top six receiver in the league. Yeah. Really nice job by them. Let me see. What have we done? Oh, we drafted Bateman. He was hurt. Yeah. Crickets. Is yeah. Baltimore helping him with receivers, Colin? Are they leveling up the way they should have added? When you've got a quarterback on his rookie deal, no. you add a receiver who's a star. Me... Two was on his rookie deal. They got him Tyreek Hill. Okay. Lamar Jackson. Who you got? Who you Lamar got Jackson's rush yards per game by season. When he came, 2019, the MVP year. 81 yards a game running. 
Next year, 67. Next year, 63. This year, he's not running well, they, as they, much. But there's also, like, uh, is the offensive line hurt? I remember Stanley, uh, oh, the st- left tackle was down last like season. like a Giants fan. Always excuses. Why did his best friend leave to go to Arizona? Well, they weren't going to. I don't think they were going to pay Hollywood Brown. Well, they, they didn't think he was that good. Because he wasn't getting the looks and he touches. was also complaining a lot. Yes. Right, what I'm, I'm just saying, I like Lamar, but Kirk Cousins got a guaranteed deal. Nobody said the league had to do that for everybody. Minnesota was desperate. By the way, Minnesota was ripped for overpaying and guaranteeing Kirk Cousins the contract, and they went to the playoffs a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah. they had some good runs. Yeah, congrats on that one playoff. They're relevant. They're in the playoffs. Baltimore standards a little higher than relevant. They're okay. a Super Bowl winning franchise more than once. Minnesota's never won a Super Bowl. Not one. Baltimore's <laughs> in the bubble every single year. They're not. Yeah. So Minnesota overpaid and went, the market said, that's a you problem. Cleveland overpaid. Baltimore said, that's a you problem. Why would Cleveland run the league? Why would Minnesota? Green Bay's like, we're not even going to guarantee Aaron Rodgers all the money. So, so let, hypothetically, the Jets whiff on Aaron Rodgers. He stays in Green Bay. And the Jets offer a fully guaranteed deal to Lamar Jackson. Are you upset? Are you thrilled? Are you saying they're desperate? Well, I mean, no. The Jets would be desperate. They are desperate. Yes, that's undeniable. Okay, so desperate teams. Has Minnesota won since they did that? No. Will Cleveland win? No. Would the Jets win? But they're in the discussion as opposed to, Colin, they haven't been in the playoffs in a decade. Right, that's the standard for crappy franchises. We'll get talked about. (laughs) Yeah, the Niners' standard's a little higher. The Browns, hey, we're getting talked about. The Vikings, the the Packers' standard's a little higher than, hey, they're talking about us on SportsCenter. Well, also like primetime games, uh, going to the playoffs, hosting a play. Kirk Cousins hosted a a playoff game this past year. I know they lost, but... uh, Still got to the playoffs and hosting. Would the, you rather be six and eleven or here, hosting a playoff game? Here's what I not would everybody like, can win the Super here's Bowl. Here's what I would like to be on an annual basis: a non-desperate franchise with high standards. That's my goal in life. My goal for this show isn't to finish it. We got through it. We read all the commercials. That's not my goal. The, the goal of Fox Sports is to have the greatest Super Bowl broadcast ever and set a record, not, man, nobody unplugged the cable. We got that puppy well, on the air. Again, by that, me- and I largely agree with that, but by that measure, the Buffalo Bills are a failure. They lost a billion Super Bowls with Marv Levy. Josh Allen has not got to a Super and Bowl. And have overpaid because Ryan Fitzpatrick had a good September and once gave him a huge <laughs> contract. Absolutely proving my point. The Jets would guarantee Lamar Jackson a deal if they don't get Aaron. They would have to. And then Lamar would get his, but it would be because they're cornered. Minnesota was cornered. Cleveland was cornered. I'm not saying Lamar doesn't deserve one. If somebody's willing to give him it, but Baltimore is saying, we're not that franchise. That's not who we are. The Ravens are a top six or seven franchise owner, GM, roster, coach, culture, they are draft develop. Baltimore is elite in this league. They are there. When you think of Baltimore, you think of tough, physical rivals, low scoring. When you think of the Jets, you're like they're screwed. Yeah, it's a totally. Well, we're not the only standard. one screwed. I know you're, you know, taking a dump on the Jets here. There's a lot of screwed teams. The Miami Dolphins are screwed. No, I don't know. They haven't done anything in forever. What are you talking about? Yeah. They're right there with the Jets. Angels desperate. Look what they paid Albert Pujols. Dodgers not desperate. Manny Machado, good luck.
Well-run organizations never get desperate. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiments and Billy made raisins dance. so cool, Billy. He did. (laughs) Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to catch you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. Post your, uh, post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash her. Terms and conditions apply. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. 
This is the Herdline News. I was going to try to start with college basketball. It's one of the biggest days of the gambling year in college hoops, Cowherd. But we're not going there. We're going to the NBA. J.R. Smith. You love J.R. Smith, right? It's fun. I got a fun story I'll tell you about him in a minute. Um, He won a pair of NBA titles with LeBron once at Cleveland, and he was uh, on that Lakers train in the bubble that won the title. But being LeBron's teammate comes with a lot of pressure, and J.R. Smith, remember, he was criticized for that Game 1 blunder in the finals against Golden State. In a recent interview, J.R. Smith explained what it's like to play with LeBron. Honestly, it's a gift and a curse with playing with Bron. Like I, I love Bron to death, and I love I, I, I love playing on this team because for me, I feel like I thrive more in, under the pressure. But a lot of guys don't like it. It's always going to be that supporting cast of who's not doing what or who you know. And if you're not built for that, you're not made for that. It's going to eat you alive. Well, I mean, it, Kevin Love and and Chris Bosh are the greatest example. It's a blessing because they got rings. It's a curse because they had to change their game for LeBron. LeBron asked both Bosch and Love, move outside, clear the basket. So Chris Bosch was a 26-10 guy or something like that in Toronto. Bro, that's not going to happen. Move outside, you're not going to get that many rebounds or boards, but I'll get your rings. And those rings, in my opinion, will get Chris Bosch into the Hall of Fame. Kevin Love. Kevin was a rebounding machine, a 25-13 guy. LeBron's like, don't camp in the paint. Move outside. So, for, I, I think it's a blessing to play with LeBron. I do think for bigs, it can be a little bit of a curse because you have to say, I'm going to change my game for LeBron. I'm going to win more, yeah. but I'm not going to get... You know, listen, guys are great. Kevin Love could have been a 28.13, whatever he was, for the rest of his career and made the Hall of Fame. He had to kind of change yeah. and alter you know, his game. Everybody has to change their game. I have to change my game a little bit coming on this show. Yeah. I, 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 listen, I'm an alpha. You know I'm out there oh. jacking shots. I'm a leader. And you were like, hey, Mac, when you joined the show, pull back a little bit. I was like, yeah, it's going to be a tough one. I don't know if I can handle that. (laughs) And so far, the numbers are good. I think we've had a couple decent months in a row. Well, whatever. I'm not going to get it. You're not keeping track of that. Quick J.R. Smith story. I covered an AAU basketball team when I was in Jersey working for this newspaper. J.R. Smith was dominating. So I approached his family to write a book about him. Because this guy was doing Jordan dunks in high school. So I followed him around, was working on the book. His senior year, he blows up big time, gets invited, like private jets and stuff. And politely, I was told, Jason, hey, book's not happening anymore. He's going to the NBA. (laughs) And I had to kind of walk away. But J.R. Smith, super nice guy, great family, always been a fan of his Yeah, no, J.R. was a a fun, quirky personality. But don't forget, he was a great player. He was a very high-end player. We, We remember the clock. He hit a lot of big jumpers. Yeah. He was He's, in Denver on a and, good and team what, with Melo. And yeah. he was a very good player in Denver. Oh, yeah. Super. He was a great player. Um, next up, we're 50 days away from the NFL draft, and the focus has been on the quarterbacks. we got a mock draft for you. Your guy, friend of the show, Lance Zerline, released mock draft 2.1. Oh. Here it is because you love a good mock draft. He's got Will Anderson, no surprise at the top. Bryce Young, not a shocker, too. He has the Raiders and Josh McDaniels trading up for C.J. Stroud. I think that's a bit of a reach. Colts taking Anthony oh, Richardson. I don't like that, I don't like that at, all. Colt at all. Jalen Carter, I'm hearing not great things about Jalen Carter. I don't think he will be there at five. I like the kid Witherspoon out of Illinois. Very good. Uh, Wilson's good at, on the edge. Miles Murphy. Will Levis would be a steal, I think, at nine. <laughs> With Frank Wright. You, that would you know good. what's interesting? The one player that blew me away at the Combine was Christian Gonzalez. I was just going to bring him he, up. I mean, I think the Combine is a little overrated, a lot overrated. 
to see a corner that ripped and that fast, he looked like a safety. Well, you said yesterday there's not a sauce gardener in this draft, and there isn't, but, but the closest facsimile would be Christian Gonzalez. Another long ripped. You could put six pounds on him. He's a box safety. People are reluctant like. to take corners early because remember the Jeff Okuda was small, the injuries. Sauce Gardner was a big hit. Stingley struggled last year. Christian Gonzalez is going to be... At the Combine, if you haven't seen the Christian Gonzalez, that it, it reminded me a little bit of the Vernon Davis tight end Maryland where you're like, whoa, whoa. For a corner to be built like that, um, he is a big, long, strong, fast corner. There... The guy upstairs genetically did not make a lot of humans like Christian yeah. Gonzalez because that was like, wow, that yeah. guy is – that's what Hall of Fame corners and Hall of Fame athletes look like. So Raiders interesting real quick on C.J. Stroud. I, I don't – don't the Raiders have a lock on, on Jimmy Garoppolo? Well, C.J. Stroud, Stroud would be free basically. So uh, just to reiterate, Josh McDaniels goes to a team that had made the playoffs. Yeah. They don't make the playoffs. Then he dumps their franchise quarterback and wants to trade up in the draft for C.J. Stroud. You think ownership's going to be in good with that? I think McDaniels is on thin ice already. I think you're right. He was called into glass offices after like week five. But twice last year. I know. Raiders in some trouble. Final story. We've talked about this little team in New York called the New York Jets. Officials flew out here to California yesterday. I'm a little upset they didn't reach out to me knowing my level of interest in the team, but I digress. Uh, they met with Rodgers. The power group included Woody Johnson. This might be the first time a billionaire has gone to fl- fly to meet with someone who's way beneath him and try to woo him. Uh, Joe Douglas, Robert Sala, and, of course, Nathaniel Hackett. Maybe he was the, uh, carrying the luggage. Um, Rodgers and the Jets, you know, they did still need the Packers to sign off on a deal. Colin. What do you think? Percentage the text here today? says, are you surprised how desperate the Jets seem now, for what, what are your percentages on the Jets getting Aaron Rodgers today? 50, 50 is that too much of a cop out? No, I'm I have a really good take. I'm saving it for Friday on on the Jets and why I I, I just don't love this deal. I, you're familiar with the term compound interest, right? Right, right. Works in dieting, yeah. relationships, money, basically everything. You're basically renting Aaron Rodgers for one year. Yep. I I'm not into that. Find me a guy who's going to be here for a while for the long haul. The Jets have been doing this stupid flip guys, one-year, two-year thing. It doesn't work, Colin. You need to find a franchise quarterback. This ain't it. This is not going to work. I I just, I'm sorry. I I don't like it for the Jets. I know Jets Nation is against me. Millions of folks chiming in on social media that I'm wrong. Find a franchise quarterback, someone who's going to be here for the long haul. Aaron Rodgers going to New York for one year. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. It is uh, all sorts of interesting stuff. I Laker fans, so I saw a little bit of that Laker game last night, and Anthony Davis was really, really good. Um, and I was listening to a Kevin Garnett podcast with Paul Pierce the other day, and Kevin Garnett said, with LeBron out, the Lakers are making a decision on what to do with Anthony Davis. I think the decision is clear, is that cross your fingers, he stays healthy, Gets you into the playoffs, you win a series, you get momentum, but I think you have to move them. I said it an hour ago. It is remarkable how often general managers, fans, and media fall for the same thing. Do you believe going forward that Anthony Davis will suddenly give you 78 games a year? Of course not. 
So what you hope for are these brief 12 to 15 game runs where he shows you what he can be. They're in one. Use that to your advantage. Don't sign him, extend him. I've said this before with Anthony. You got a championship. It was a bubble ring, but you got a ring. And he's very good. Keep your eye. If Golden State gets beat because they can't stop a Jokic, a Giannis, a big, they're going to look for a solution down low. And they've got a surplus of guards. And the Lakers could use a couple. You think I'm nuts on this? Hour three coming up. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.